Will They Find a Home? Sponsored by Geico. Steve is intrigued by the paranormal. Otherworldly spirits really make a house a home, you know? Janice has different taste. I'd like my house to not be haunted. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Steve and Janice found a renovated Victorian that's only haunted from 9 to 5. Okay, wife's home. Y'all gotta bounce. Bye, Steve. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Get a load of these. Shut up, Brandy. Real girls on video going. Oh, yeah. Hey, gang, it's Kenny Thomas. Yay. Yay. Del and Flo Jane. <laughs> Available everywhere. Beanie. Beanie. Yep. Yep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Taco World. Would you like to try a burrito? Long time listener, first time caller. Oh, 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 What's going on, y'all? Hello. Hi, guys. It Jess is... Hooker looks good today. Looking fly Thanks. over here. You do look cool. You look like you're about to break dance in the back of a music video. I know. And I'm at that age where I'm like, oh, this is this is a cute outfit. I really I killed it today. And then I walk in and I'm like, mm, wow, I'm old. I'm very old. This is this is not hip now. Is it? J-Lo still pulls it off, right? Yes. I think it's cool. Okay, is it okay? Okay. You, you, you ain't J-Lo. <laughs> I'm working Jason, on it. I was just going to repeat back, J-Lo does pull it off and not yeah. say anything else. Ah, you guys. No, he he said it the meanest way. I said it in the... <laughs> I was at least indirect about it. I was at least, I was petty about it, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm like big brother to little sister giving right. her hell. Right. Is, now is my face my is red. Now I don't know. Well, I, I came in and Chick was like, nah, I don't know how I feel about your hair looks like a teacher. And I was like, well, that's the exact opposite of what I was going for. But thanks. Oh, no. I genuinely, I do think you look cool. Oh, thanks. I do too. Thanks. You got the hoop earrings. Yeah, I but do. Like no teacher was this cool. I know. I was a substitute teacher though. Oh, then that's so, a cool teacher. Yeah, so I was that's a cool fair. teacher then. Yeah. Okay, so Jess, very cool outfit, and I just want to go really quick. <laughs> yeah. uh, your 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 Halloween outfit with your kids. Yeah. Do you, do you want to talk about this for a second? Sure, sure. We're big Halloween people, um, and we always, we've done group costumes in the past, but as they get older, they're both into two very different things, and so... We kind of go on again, off again. I assume you're referencing last year's costume with my son. Was that last year's costume? That was last year's costume. Because <laughs> he, uh, so Max does this random thing where every few years he just stops cutting his hair and it gets really long. There are people in our neighborhood that still think I have two daughters because he didn't cut his hair <laughs> all of second grade and and was a vegetarian, pescatarian. I'm sorry. He was, yeah, something. I don't know. He does weird, <laughs> he just chooses weird things to do sometimes. He has phases. Yeah, he does. And, and he embraces them. And so he didn't cut his hair for a couple of years. And he looked, he, it was actually how it started was they were dressing up for a sectional football game last year. And he said, I'm going to go as Jesus. And I said, oh, mm, I don't know if that's safe out here. Like, you might offend some people. Like, are you sure that's something you want to do? And he said, yeah, I can handle it. And I said, okay. 
So he ordered a Jesus costume and he pulled it off and he has a picture of him with uh, the sheriff's department in our county at the football game. He's (laughs) like, hands out like Jesus, sheriffs on both sides. Yeah. That's very funny. He might go to hell, but it's very funny. Yeah, it's very funny. It's very funny. He's spreading the word. You know him. Yeah. to bring joy. People see him. They're like, oh, look. Yeah. And lighten up their life. We had to go to, we we didn't have to go. We were invited to a family party and... um, I didn't have a costume and I didn't say anything, but I came downstairs and we were getting ready to leave and I was dressed as Mary and we went and no one knew. Max didn't even know until we walked out the door that that's what I was going to do. And so we went and it, it killed. We know that's incredible, but I I was referring to, he he was Christopher from the Sopranos. He was Christopher from the Sopranos this year. Yeah. Well, because I just, I thought it was so funny because he was Christopher from the Sopranos and you and Addie, you guys were Monica and Rachel from Friends. Yes. It's a very, it's a very specific, it's the, it's a famous episode of Friends. It's the morning after Ross and Rachel break up. Okay. But, and then of course. Christopher. Christopher's not in that episode. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So it's not, it's not to do with each other. No. Because no. in my head, the thing that I got such a kick out of, yeah. I just imagined like you texted Max and you're like, hey, we're going as friends, dash, TV show. Right. And then he saw that and he showed up and he was like, what are you guys doing? And he was like, I just thought we were going as friends from a TV show. Yeah, I thought yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to be Christopher and you know, you could have been Sam from Cheers. Right, 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 right. That yeah. is the fake TV show we needed though. Sopranos <gasps> running into friends like yeah. in New York City. I you ready for this? I can put them together. <gasps> John Favreau, guest stars in Sopranos. That's right. Not guest stars, just a little cameo. Yeah. Also in an episode of Friends. Yeah, Makes he sense. dates Monica. Yeah. Monica's uh, the UFC fighter. All right, perfect. Yeah, yeah. So now we did it. We did it. Now we're, we're complete. <laughs> uh, speaking of TV shows, are you guys fans of the TV show The Bachelorette? Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise series? I, I'll, I'll catch maybe one of the last episodes with the drama just to see what everyone was talking about all season, but not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never watched one. No. You never watched one? Never watched one. So I had to watch The Bachelor. I was in a sketch show in Chicago that was like a parody of The Bachelor. Okay. And so I had to watch it. And boy, is it fun. (laughs) These these women, and they're all beautiful, and they're all evil geniuses. Mm -hmm. Or there's a bunch of fellas, and they're all beautiful, and they're all morons. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And and it's a blast. But but I I said it because we're listening. Our first piece is a Bob and Tom Bachelorette piece. Ah. It's the most talked about show on television, The Bachelorette, where 25 eligible bachelors try to win the hand of one single woman. And now, Bob and Tom Television brings you a new twist on this hit show. She's 30 and single. She's... What the hell do you mean by that? Oh, uh, uh, nothing. Meet Linda Jackson. Now, here come the fellas. Say hello to Todd Williams. Hi, Linda. I'm really pleased to... Yeah. Next. <laughs> and here's our next eligible guy. Say hello to... Hold it. Are you really going to say each time, say hello to Dick Ding Dong or whatever? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Here he is, Jerry Peterson. Hello, Linda. I can't tell you how happy I am to finally meet you. And... Right, right. Uh, what do you do, Jerry? Uh, well, I own my own consulting business and... Ah, consulting, eh? <laughs> And when did you lose your Amway dealership, Jerry? Huh? Jeez, what a bitch. She's the bitchlerette. She's single, pissed off, and is looking for money. Lots of money. Hi, I'm Linda. I'm Phil. Yeah, did you forget something? No, I don't think so. Any gift? Gift? 
I didn't know that we were... Mm, bye-bye. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> wow. Tune in to Bob and Tom TV and see why she's called the Bitchlerette. She's on the prowl and she's got... Shut your hole and bring on the rich numbers. Uh, on Bob and Tom TV. <laughs> Well, there you go. There's a show I'd watch. <laughs> <laughs> Love the sign off from Bob. That was great. Yeah. My favorite line was uh, Dean's character. Yep. Hello, Linda. Yeah. Got a yeah. real kick out of that. What year is that from? It's got to be, what, early 2000s? I would guess so, yeah. 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 Probably 0506. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. That's the thing. That one has held its own along with Survivor. Mm-hmm. But even today, the Bachelorette still gets a lot of headlines. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot. Still to this day. Like yeah. right now, what we have the oldest Bachelorette right now. We do? Yeah, yeah but this is I think she's like leaving because she found a guy and they're ending the show early and they're bringing in a new girl or something. Some stupid drama. So she so she she called it. She said, I found my guy, I'm out. Kinda is what I Good understand. This is what I'm hearing from my sources. Oh. I haven't watched it either. No. <laughs> but I love the Dick Ding Dong line. I love the oh, yeah. Ding Dong line. I think we all left. Line. Do we know who that is? Uh, I think it's a gal named Stephanie. Okay. She did, she, there was an era where she did a lot of those. I was going to say her voice is very familiar. Yeah. I, yeah. Can, I, I cannot yeah. recall her last name, but uh, Dean used her a lot for, for okay. some stuff here and there. Cool. Yeah, she's fun. And um, probably more than anything is the beginning of that is classic Chick McGee. Announcer. Announcer, mm-hmm. which... Let me tell you, as I'm going through these to try to figure out what to bring for the for the show here, mm-hmm. there's a lot of chicken outro ones. Let there me tell is, you. is, because I think he was, like, that was his first title with the show, was the announcer of the show. Well, and he's obviously very good at it. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's... And, and uh, contrary to what he thinks, he's not dead. Did you hear him talk about that on the air? Yeah, well, he said that to me the other day. He was listening to the podcast, and he said, uh, and I said, oh, yeah. And he goes, yeah, 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 I was listening, and... Uh, and I got to tell you, I'm just I'm just so proud. And I was like, oh, wow. And I didn't get my whole sentence out. And he goes, Willie is just doing so well. And I was like, what? Yeah. And he goes, no, no, no. I just like how he's taking the reins and he's being comfortable. And I just I just I love listening to him. And I was like, thank thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Willie's great. Yeah. 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 Well, no, when he mentioned how he feels like how he feels like he's dead because we're talking about him like. Right. Wasn't Chick so funny? You're I mean, so funny. just a funny guy. Yeah, he, I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. mean was funny? Yeah. Yeah. So today we're doing Bob and Tom fake TV shows. Uh, there's a million of these. Uh, this next piece, I've been told, it's one of my dad's favorite pieces. Uh oh. So it's it's you know it's got to involve something incredibly <laughs> immature. <laughs> I imagine. All our classic Tom humor, yeah. But Tom Tom runs a gamut of things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, sure. Yeah. There's, there's there's farts, you know. Yeah. Well, we, so Dean and I, a little tease for the big show, we're talking about a segment that I might do, and I present something, and is Tom going to love it, or is Tom going to hate it? Is it going to get on his nerves? Because you never know. Sure. He likes the strangest mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And hates the strangest things, and usually it's the opposite of what you think it's going to be. Yeah, he likes stilts, and he hates Christmas music. What? <laughs> he what hates Christmas combo? music pre-Christmas season, though. Uh, it's just, it, I, yeah, if, I'm going to get real angry about that. A lot of specification, yeah. All right, cool, so let's go into this first Tom favorite piece. 
Audiences are flocking to Comedy Central this summer to see what will happen next on the wacky reality show, I'm with Busey. A regular Joe, Adam De La Pena, hangs out with Gary Busey and the two get into kooky situations as Gary hands out his out-of-this-world words of wisdom. Now, public broadcasting has taken a cue from Comedy Central and is debuting its own reality series. Adam De La Pena is having crazy adventures with another celebrity. And PBS is right there with cameras to capture every nutty minute. Dude, what is this place? This is the coolest nightclub I've ever been in. Check out that huge dome ceiling. This is not a nightclub, you imbecile. We are in a planetarium. I want to show you the vast universe we are a part of. Coming to PBS, it's I'm with Hawking. Super physicist Stephen Hawking takes Adam around through his typical day and shares some of his brilliant theories and observations. Now I understand. The universe started billions and billions of years ago and is likely to continue for several billion more years. You are less than a blink of an eye in the big picture. How does that make you feel? Hmm, kind of hungry, I guess. I thought we were going to go out and grab a burger and then hit some clubs and pick up chicks. When I hang out with Gary Busey, we do wild stuff like go out into the desert and perform Native American rituals. What kind of stuff are we going to do? We are going to sit in my office and work on unifying general relativity theory with quantum theory and the implications this could have on our understanding of universal expansion and the development of black holes. <laughs> your voice is funny. <laughs> Could I drive your wheelchair? Adam, since I am unable to move my arms, will you please hit yourself upside the head for me? Forget about I'm with Busey. PBS has paired up one of the most brilliant minds in science with a witless, talentless nobody. It's the funniest astrophysics reality show of the season. I'm with Hawking. <laughs> okay, Steve. Repeat after me. Do you feel like I do? I will not. This is a very expensive piece of scientific equipment that allows communication for me. I am not going to do Peter Fenton impressions with it. <laughs> All right, then. Can you type in, open the pod bay doors, Hal? Here's an interesting fact, Adam. There is no scientific proof of the existence of God. Even so, I am now praying that he will see fit to strike you down with a 300 megaton asteroid. Sure, it might destroy the Earth, but frankly it would be worth it to be rid of you. So, if you're so smart in astronomy, should I date an Aquarius or a Capricorn? Get out of my sight, you stupid Idiot. Dude, you can't say that on PBS. I'm going to kill you. Come over here and stick your neck under my wheels. Come here, you stupid son of a bitch. I will murder you. Odds are astronomical that you're going to love I'm with Hawking. Don't miss it. Be there. Can I drive your I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm supposed to love it that much, but I do. Oh no, I d- so I re- I don't remember the Busey show, but uh, I w- I would actually like to see that come back. Well, yeah, because early reality TV now it's kind of you know you've got your genres, you've got your Kardashian kind of reality TV, you have your home fixer upper reality TV, mm-hmm. you have weird medical issue reality TV. But when it started, it was so odd. Mm-hmm. A day it, where you just walk around with Gary Busey I, that that was a real show. Yeah, and it was it it was it was more along the lines of like my strange addiction or my odd life or what I don't even know if those are things. But yeah, I what was the first? So I remember 
The first one being like, uh, what was the MTV? Well, the Osbournes were the reality show. That was the first family-based reality show, right? And, and then, then there's the real world, I the guess. The real world, Road Rules. But then it was Who Wants to Marry a Millionaire? Do you remember oh, yeah. that one? Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. that's wild. That was basically, I think, the one that kind of kicked it off on national TV. On, yeah, on I think it was a Fox. Yes. I think it was a Fox. About yeah. two, it was like 2000, 2001, I Yeah, say. and I remember going, wow, that guy is a douche. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he came in here. He did? Uh-huh. In the back. Yeah. <gasps> no way. A couple years later. Yeah, Rick Rockwell. Yes, that was, was it. Good call. So, yeah. But um, the, uh, I'm with, uh, what was it? What was it, the actual show? Sorry, I'm, I'm with Busey. Busey, yeah, yeah, we have some Busey call a call or two that we'll play oh, in really? the future. Yeah. yeah, when quote Gary Busey calls oh. the show. So this show is from 2003. I'm with Busey. Oh, really? Okay. Huh. Yeah. And I then know. was that the actual comedian? Comedian rather, Adam LaPena? Was that his name? I think so. Yeah, I think he didn't do anything after that. I recall. I don't think so either. That's what I was. I was thinking of his name and going, <laughs> where? What? What are you doing now? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, so. The oh. voice in that. You, do you recall? I think Jessica. I know who it is. I think it's somebody from production in the back. No, it was no? it was Bob's nephew. Oh yeah, Jeff Cavoyan, I believe. Yes, yeah. he did traffic, he did here, traffic for, here for a year for a few years. Yeah, super nice. And he, he has the, one of the funniest lot. The your voice is your funny. Voice <laughs> funny. <laughs> he he absolutely it. hilarious. Yeah. And then the other actor is Dean's favorite actor, which is a robot that lives in the computer. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Doesn't yes. mess up. He yeah. does whatever you <laughs> no. tell him to do every single and time. And you know, we always talk about you know, we we we're always guessing. We're like, oh, this had to be a line that Tom had and it was the frampton or the mm -hmm. open the pod bay doors how thing those are yeah. things he loves yeah. oh sure yeah yeah absolutely all right and then we have a follow-up to that with a familiar voice bob and tom television presents this place looks deserted i think we're safe it was even a little food in the cabinet we'll rest here tonight mark i'm so scared i <gasps> did you hear that Let's get out of here! It's just outside the door. Oh. And that's the only way out! The world premiere of a terrifying new zombie series. We have to make a run for it. Mark, no! Don't open that door! Just just stay right behind me! Here we go. Look! It's the Hawking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Hawking stars in The Hawking Dead. He has the most brilliant brain in the world, but now he wants to eat yours. Only on Bob and Tom Television. All right, so if we're going to carbon date that there, Josh's laugh. Mm -hmm. Did we all hear Josh's laugh? Is that confirmed? Yes. Is that Josh's laugh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I yeah. mean, I know that's PJ. Yeah. Which that, he is not on very many bits at all. Ever, yeah. So there's a little insider info. One of, Tom will say one of his best friends, oldest friends, mm -hmm. PJ is our art director since day one. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's usually in the shack where mm -hmm. we usually mention, Tom will mention the shack where we record stuff. But PJ has a office there and does a lot of our visual the, uh, all of our visual stuff that you've seen including our podcast logo here yeah. pj is the only other name besides bob and tom that's on every single album is that correct i believe so yes. oh wow mm -hmm. thanks for the tip there's your jeopardy yeah. question yeah, I like that. yeah he's also a great uh <laughs> great trumpet player 
Very yeah. good. Let's toot his horn. He'll toot his horn. Mm-hmm. We're all having fun. Go. I don't. I don't know if this this might be before you guys, but there used to be a time where we would do these staff lunches at a restaurant. That's well, I mean, it's there. It's just something different. But what was it called before? Um, I don't remember. I believe this is the restaurant that inspired the song "Good Beaver Gone Bad." Yeah, it used to have all the yes. little animatronic yeah. animals that would pop out. And yeah. Meow. Yeah, <laughs> the Loon Lake Lodge. The Loon Lake Lodge. Yes. So we would go there, and depending on uh, the waitress, if it was a waitress and not a waiter, PJ would go, "Hey, do you want to know what?" She, I think this is how it go. Would you want to know what she looks like naked? And he would draw a picture of what he assumed. I don't know if I'm saying too much. Maybe I'm saying too much. Nah, do we all know fine. that PJ does this sure. on a napkin? He sure. would be like, "Yeah, she probably looks like this naked under the under her clothes." Gosh. And I was like, mm, okay, well. That's- it was always just a stick figure with two circles. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the same for everyone. It was really flattering. Well. <laughs> that's the guy you want in a foxhole. You there know? you go. Yeah, yeah. The guy that can draw it for you. Mm-hmm. We didn't even mention the performance by the birthday girl. Oh, that female voice? Mm-hmm. She sounds hot. Right. <laughs> and you? scared. Yeah, that's her. Wow. Very yeah. cool. Thank you. It was yeah. a lot of fun screaming in Dean's studio for a long time. People mm-hmm. outside. What are you doing? Right. Obviously, mm-hmm. art. <laughs> and you love that show. That's one of your favorite I shows, Walking The Dead. Walking Dead, that yeah. you did a parody of there. Yeah. What's that noise that Stephen Hawking, Hawking is making? And uh, just, uh, right. Or he's a zombie. Never mind. Right. Never mind. It's it, zombie. It's, it's Hawking's weird little voice box as a zombie. Did he as do a that zombie. After he died. Oh, I don't know. Uh, it could have been, actually, yeah. But then at the end, it sounds like a tribute to Mr. Obvious. Uh, okay. A little. well that's funny you should say that um because we have uh this little piece it's not oprah it's not geraldo it's not ricky or sally it's obvious (laughs) this week on obvious monday mr obvious talks to single women now let me get this straight you're 28 years old and you're not married? <laughs> settle down, settle down. Then Tuesday, it's couples who don't see eye to eye on Obvious. So you mean to tell me that you come home in the evening and one of you wants to watch the news, but the other wants to see Wheel of Fortune? All right, all right, hold it down, hold it down. People who don't use coupons on Wednesdays, obvious. You just throw the whole ad section of the Sunday paper in the trash? <laughs> One at a time. Thursday, Mr. Obvious confronts people who break all the rules. Now, just wait a ding-dong minute here. You're saying that you sometimes watch PBS and you're not paying membership dues? No, I don't. And uh, I, I really doubt if I ever will. And Friday, it's a special obvious as a man reveals one of his innermost secrets in front of a shock studio audience. <clears throat> well, uh, Mr. Obvious... Uh... This one time I was hurrying to get ready for work, and uh, I really had to go, so I <clears throat> I, I piddled uh, right there in the shower. Now, now sir, I'm going to have to ask you to watch your language. In the sea of talk shows out there, your choice is 
Obvious. You say your teenagers are unruly, unpredictable, moody, and don't listen to you. <laughs> settle down. Settle down. The all-new Obvious Show. It's new. You go, girlfriend. <laughs> The Fox audience back there. Oh, uh-huh. every. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't think good. I've heard that before. Yeah, so is that alluding to like the Jerry Springer show kind of? Yeah, all Maury of those maybe? shows mm-hmm. at the time. And they did one, um, that's probably a follow up, and I'm going way back here that you guys probably don't remember a Todd Stottlemyre bit that they did. He was a guy they had, you know, when they, when they, grab onto a piece of audio and it was Todd Stottlemyre was a pitcher for I can't recall who and he was pretty good but he had he lost it one game and they had audio of him after the game losing it yeah and they kind of did a similar thing the Todd Stottlemyre show and then he's just screaming and yelling oh okay this is sort of that similar vein and Mm -hmm. it has that yeah Jerry Springer um I don't know who else would have been because it was this was probably 20 some years ago Ricky Lake maybe Ricky Lake oh my gosh I forgot yeah the Maury early Maury so yeah it was that kind of thing but I laugh at every one of those Mm -hmm. oh you know, just that the, the audience reaction. Settle down. Settle down. One, one, yeah, like, and the one at a time. That, yeah. that one just gets me. It sounds like it's just that, that scene in Airplane where they're lined up so they can all smack that woman. Like, one at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're all going to get a chance to get her. Yeah. I, I uh, One of my favorite things is when Chick is recognized or there's a, a genuine fan and they're like, do you do you really do? Are you Mr. Obvious? And then he just goes in, well, if I'm not, you know, I think that's where that joke started. He's like, well, if I'm not, I'm, I'm wearing his underwear. But he <laughs> he'll do it in the Mr. Obvious voice. And people it's it's like Christmas for people to actually see him do it. Oh, it's amazing. It, it really is like I don't want to be like too serious, but it is a heartwarming moment. Yeah. 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 Do, you well, think, do you think Dean gets, hey, are you the caller? <laughs> out in public uh, hey uh, long time listener <laughs> he has to do that just to let him know yeah well and the, yeah. just the good thing about the Mr. O impression is that it is it's just he just sounds like a regular guy mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not a really silly voice where right. it's going up and down or whatever right so it is kind of subtle so you don't really know if it is Chick mm-hmm. doing it so when you learn that I can see how that'd be cool yeah he and I, when he does it on air he comes in and out and like makes it sound you know I don't know that's I I feel like a kid kind of listening again yeah. when he does that. Yeah. Well, he's he's the announcer in this yeah. too. Right? Yes. He's, the, he's yeah. the announcer for himself, and the fact that it sounds like two voices, I love it. Yeah, I love it so much. That's yeah, a great. One. And we actually got two references to a prior two prior bits in this with the PBS and the Ding Dong. Double Ding Dong Day. Double Ding yeah. Dong. <laughs> a double <laughs> Ding Dong Day. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, what a great one! Uh, so this next piece is a American Idol themed, and just really quick, American Idol was I think the first reality show that. Everyone watched people. Oh, yeah. It was on twice a week, and people tuned in for both episodes. I don't it remember was huge Survivor. I remember people doing that, but American Idol. I remember it just being massive. Yeah, I think because it was more heartwarming. You know, mm-hmm. it had it. You really got a backstory, and people. You, we you were cheering for people to succeed, and nobody was really being mean, even when even when they weren't good. They yeah. weren't being mean. Was she bangs from season one? She bang, you know the Ricky was Martin. Was that? Oh, the William Hung. Yeah. No, it got a lot meaner later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The the one, but I don't remember the being that mean. The auditions got really mean. Yeah. But the heartwarming ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the heartwarming that's part. That's true. Yeah, they had huge ratings. I think that kind of obviously predated some of the um, pull from streaming services yeah. and that yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I also kind of think they 
they took the Olympics route. You know, you do the heartwarming story before yeah. the performance True. kind Good of thing. Call. That's yeah. sort of that's sort of uh, that set up that, that equation, yeah. if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but American Idol was just. Every, I remember at my Huge. summer camp, every skit was always American Idol themed. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, it's Wizard Week, so there's going to be a wizard who's like Randy <laughs> Jackson. You know, it's whatever it was. Uh, but let's get into this uh, American Idol bit, yeah. First, there was American Idol, then Nashville Star. Then came So You Think You Can Dance. And now, from Bob and Tom Television, the new musical competition that everyone will be talking about. It's So You Think You Can Play Tambourine. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering what... (laughs) Dog, that was hot, man. You did the Lemon Pipers proud, dude. It was great. You look stunning. I can't wait for your first tambourine album. You are a tambourine idol. Paula, really? Well, I thought it was pretty average. You know, you can walk into any gypsy camp in the world and hear that. And that was pathetic. Don't miss So You Think You Can Play Tambourine Tuesday nights this summer on Bob and Tom TV. And also Tuesday, it's the new competitive dancing show, Dancing with Bears. <laughs> Look for So You Think You Can Play Tambourine and Dancing with Bears on Tuesday night this summer only on Bob and Tom TV. That's a great show. It's uh, it's really funny how the so you think you can tambourine dancing with bear. It is sort of a novelty thing, but now there's all these weird novelty TV shows. Naked the, and afraid. The like, masked, why do you have to be naked? Oh yeah, but just even just like like the masked singer. Yeah. Is oh my gosh. So absolutely. odd. That it is, is so such bizarre. an odd idea. Does your dad like that show? I can't imagine he's ever watched it. Right. I don't think he would like it. It's one of those things where you just don't know yeah. if he would love it or hate it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that he would probably hate it. Unless, you know, unless there was like some guy that ran the soundboard for the Smothers Brothers or something. Right. You know, then he would <laughs> then he would love it. There's that. Yeah, but yeah. if you watch a second of it, you're like, wait a minute, I think I do know that voice. And you find yourself stuck and you're watching it. Yeah. Like if I had kids, I get... Right, They'd probably be into it. So the one episode I ever watched, it, Little Wayne got kicked off, and I remember because he started singing, and he has a couple albums where he sings a lot. And so yeah. I go, "Oh, that's Little Wayne." And he goes, Are you sure? I go, no, yeah, that's that's definitely Little Wayne. Yeah. And then he was the first person to get kicked off the show, Aww. and there were people that had never sang a day in their life on that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you say "How to Love." I love it when he sings in that. No, it's great. It's yeah, a great. Song. Sure, I love we- that song. Sorry, Weezy F Baby. No. <laughs> Sure, the Carter Three, great record. I think most of those shows are for ladies in general. Oh, Singing shows, Jason, I, I get just, out. I can't. I just can't handle those shows. I don't think those are for guys. The I average, think... the average guy doesn't. Will he watch? It? He's watched some. I watch some. It's not like you watch. You're like, oh, I have to go see these things. I don't know. I don't know if there's any gender part about it, but I, just, I just don't get it. <laughs> I just, if I want to listen to music, I'll listen to music. I don't right. want to watch a TV show where people listen to music, but they have to stand on a high wire or whatever mm. the hell it is. Right. Or, right. A, or a basketball player is, or a football player is under the mask. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. It is an odd. It is odd. But I feel like obviously B&T were ahead of their time, like making jokes about it probably inspired some of these weird shows we have today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. It has to. Absolutely. 
All yeah. right, cool. Well, we have uh, one more bit, and this is a quick one for the Christy Lee fans. Ooh. I know she has a million, so here's the Christy Lee bit. Coming from Bob and Tom Television, it's the fun new game show everyone's talking about. Come on down, Miss Christy Lee. Hi, everybody. All right, welcome to the show now. We're going to have you two stand back to back. Uh, do I have to? Uh, yes, that's the way the game is played, Christy. Jeez, this is so embarrassing. Come on now, just do it. Okay, fine. Oh, sorry. It looks like she's got you by at least an inch or so. Uh, hey, that's not fair. She's on her tippy toes. It's Christy Lee guest starring in Are You Taller Than a Fifth Grader? Tonight on Bob Tom Television. Christy's very short. She's very short. She's a small person. Mm-hmm. She's not like oddly short or anything, but it doesn't help that everyone here is about six foot tall. Right. Uh, so yeah, relatively, she looks like a tiny little tiny person, but no. She's full adult size. <laughs> she and her features are tiny. I have this is we would travel together on the comedy tour and there are some pictures of us after shows in bars, pretty drunk. And there's a picture of her. It's such a sweet picture and she's leaning her face against my face and I have my arms wrapped around her and it's such a great picture. Except my head is 3 times the size of her head. <laughs> oh it yeah. It's it's huge. It's it, it's 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 almost embarrassing how big my head looks compared to hers. Well, Jess, uh, <laughs> how can I put this delicately? I'm going to be a dick either way. Okay. You're small. Head not so small. Head's not so small. Whereas Christy, small. I know. Head proportionally sized. I am. I'm. Sh- I'm short in stature. I am. I'm a curvy woman. I don't know if that's whatever thick. I think is the phrase that people use now. But thick with two C's, of course. Yes, with two C's. But uh, Oscar told me the other day. He said, "Hey, I've got to take your camera out." Um, and I said, why well, can you see my wrinkles? And he said, no, I don't think you want your head to look twice as big as everybody else's. <laughs> and I said, well, I have a big head. He goes, yeah, people that are short with big heads look great on camera. And I was like, that's a compliment, right? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So no, yeah, uh, if it I were so to buy- big, he had to get a different camera? No, he had to, he had to, he had to, like, he had to zoom out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, what? No, no, no. I was like, I don't think so it's that big. You have to buy like, a different cam. Oh, I think your head's small enough for a regular camera. I, yeah. I think it's a good head. Yeah, I got, I mean, if I'm, I'm, if when I buy a fitted hat, it's a little bit bigger than most women would, would choose. See, so. I got a pointy mm. head. So oh, I yeah. It, where I wear a hat, there's like these gaps. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, gotcha. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Christy is proportionally perfect, though. Yeah, she's good. Wait, sorry, I'm a little. You have a pointy head. What the hell do you mean? You have a it's pointy. It's kind of got a cone. I don't think it does. So she I doesn't. try to tease my hair to hide said cone. Oh really? Yeah, she said like you don't fill it out in all the places. Is what you're saying in the hat? Like when yeah. you say there's gaps? Yeah. yeah. Kind of like is, a little. <laughs> this is the weirdest way to end a show. We should measure. We need to. We should get. Uh, I'm gonna bring in a measuring device, and we're gonna measure each other's heads. We do this at my house regularly oh, wow. because I have people in my family. I have somebody in my family that is of Bob and Tom weird, strange fame mm-hmm. and, and he is on an album and I think mm-hmm. he is big head. Johnny is mm-hmm. what they refer to. Exactly. Him. Oh, big head Johnny. I remember big head Johnny. That's my uncle. That guy's got a big head. Man. He does. So I, <laughs> I get it honest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So we'll yeah. have to measure and we have to measure Christie's. Yeah. I want to measure, measure Tom's. 
Yeah. How big that brain is. He Do not let him get wind of this because he will be all over it. Really? He will love, if he gets to measure everyone's head in the studio, yeah. that's his favorite thing in the whole world. That'll be so odd. And he loves it because there's a file of like everybody's like shoe size and measurements and things. And now I have a feeling I'm going to have a project where I'm going to have to add head sizes to this file. Oh, sure. Get It'd some hard data a, in there. Good for a hat though, if it's not adjustable. It could. We we could all have, we could we could pick out our own fitted hats. Yeah. That'd yeah. be great. gets a kid's hat merry christmas all right well Je- jess would you say your big head comes from your father from my dad's side from your dad's side yeah for yeah. sure because your dad's a i mean he's a my dad's a stout guy stout my dad's dude. my dad yeah. is a stout little italian man and uh-huh. and uh yeah like five eight but he is thick i <laughs> right. swear he looks like my dad is is the shape of a keg like he's yeah, just yeah. like and he is he's 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 just stout, yeah. Yeah, I feel like if I like, ju- like if he's just walking by <laughs> and I jumped on him and he didn't see me coming, he would go, "What was that?" Yeah, you know, I would just bounce off of him. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My the, uh, fun fact: my dad is the guy. His fingerprint is what mm-hmm. opens the roof of Lucas Oil Ooh. on Sundays when they or for any event. Yeah, the football stadium. The football stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yep, that's my dad. I need to meet this mysterious what? small. <laughs> Stout man with a with, with a, a magic f- fingerprint, a fingerprint of secrets. <laughs> well, well, if we want to get in off in the weeds even a little more, yeah. he gave me and some buddies of mine a handful of years back a tour of Lucas Oil Stadium, yeah. and we literally went into the rafters. We were on the basically on the roof, walking so cool. up, super crazy high. Yeah, it was so awesome. He said he's a great dude. He's such a great dude. He just like yeah. we we actually we were in the process of scheduling a tour for your family. Uh, your dad had had planned on doing that, and uh, then COVID hit. So, but hopefully we can get that done. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know if we can. My dad's retiring in December, <laughs> so okay. maybe has not. he told his employer yet? Uh, hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, only three, two months away. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a no, month away, really. He, yeah, he did. Yeah, that's funny. Let's call it there. Great laugh. Thanks for listening, (laughs) y'all. All All right. See ya. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen.